1: This is a crowd podcast. This episode is sponsored by John Walshy Walsh. To be more like John, go to patreon.com forward slash Show and become an official sponsor today. Joe Marler is a big hearted man, and he's got a podcast plan. It's the Joe Marler Show, it's the Joe Marler Show, oh, oh, oh. Welcome to... Who's printing something? (laughs) Sorry. Sorry coley brilliant fucking coley's printing (laughs) (laughs) who's who the fuck's got a printer these days me welcome to the fifth episode of the joe and dan rugby no it's not the joe and dan rugby show anymore it is thanks to my lovely lovely mother-in-law the cauliflower club we've decided that's what we're going to
0: call it so dan welcome to your own club thank you for having me joe how are you this fine week
1: well no no it's not about me this is about you this is your platinum jubilee this is your uh coronation chicken this is a round of applause and a congratulations congratulations oh my god did you see cliff richard at the platinum jubilee the other
0: week um no why what was why the shock
1: oh mate i don't know he, well first of all his hair is like really dark brown so clearly not his actual hair and um, what is but it has been dyed and second of all he looks like a <laughs> skeleton with skin
0: nice that's uh i'm sure it's a sight worth seeing then would you like to look like sir cliff when you're what is he like 104
1: he must be that old is he i ain't making 104 mate not a chance um anyway sorry i i got distracted and went off on a tangent. um congratulations on winning your semi-final game and making it to the final of the 2022 premiership rugby premiership the rugby final the rugby pl- fuck it congrats mate well done
0: thanks joe uh you sound really uh happy for me which i'm very appreciative of um, Commiserations to yourself, obviously. Um, I enjoyed the build up to the game. A lot of sort of interesting uh, words that you normally don't see from your side, from Quinn's, you know, or just in sport in general. You know, it's normally played the nice tees up and you went the other way, didn't you?
1: Um, yeah, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps we should have gotten the other angle um, in hindsight. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. But what was said, what is ever said in the week leading up to an event? whether it's uh, a rugby game, a football game, a boxing match, whatever it is, doesn't really ever play a huge part, if any, on the outcome of the actual game. So I just thought, fuck it, when I was asked questions, I'd give an honest opinion of, I despise the place. Um, What they did to the sport a few years back was bad, bad from them. Bad, but that does not get away from the fact that they have still got an unbelievable rugby team now, and were fully deserved winners on the weekend. So um, we came, we we came close, sort of. I think it was it was half decent, half decent effort. There the the try, the Ben Earl restart try after the uh, second half kickoff. Was a bit of a killer, but then at, as a ten-point game, I still thought we would, we were in it. We'd have probably been better off them not getting simbined. I always find that, that some teams, especially when they're so fucking good in defence, normally they ramp it up another level when they go a man down or two men down, and you're like, oh, "Fucking hell!" It would have been easy with fifteen men.
0: Yeah, and I say if that plays, uh, it frustrates. Because you sort of think, oh, we should score here. We've got an extra round on the field, blah, blah, blah. And that almost frustrates you further when things don't go your way. And, you know, it plays into the, the whole psychological side of the game, but, which is, but it's, it's tough, isn't it? Because say so you go the whole season. I mean, I think we started pretty much 11 months ago and then you play the whole season, you get there and there's sort of a couple of turning points in the game and you're out, you know what I mean? And then... And it's tough. I don't know what, say, uh, what you've say, what you been up to this week, but I always found it, semi's finals is like, at least the final, you know, the season ends next week. But with the semi, you gear up. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to go, go you, know, in the, you know, go to the final, go to the final, go to the final. And it's like, you've lost. Right. Um, thanks for the season, lads. Um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's probably losing the semi is one of the worst because at least the final, you know, the end of the season is then. Um, similar with, like, you know, you go lose, finish 11th in the season, you know, your final, your final game's then. Semis, it's like you get to you gear yourself up for final, and then, yeah, you've lost. And we haven't got a social organised. We haven't got this organised. What what are we doing, that's brilliant.
1: I think all your points are really valid, but I, it would be remiss of me to not point out the fact that, <laughs> that your use of semis... In all of the last few sentences, have got me really uh, somewhat uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You love a good semi though, don't you? You
1: hate losing a semi. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking innuendo bingo started again, actually, on Radio One. It's COVID secure, and that is fucking prime material for that. Um, But no, you're right. Boy, fortunately for me personally, I had. Felix and Pixie's birthday party on Sunday, already planned. So I just threw myself into the barbecue for that and socialising with that, whilst the majority of the rest of the squad uh, went on a three-day bender, um, all dressed as wrestlers um, <laughs> at some point or other, walking around South West London. So... Um, yeah, no, it has, been, it has been a bit flat. Anyway, on to your game, please, Dan. Unfortunately, as you know, I do love rugby. I do love it. But uh haven't watched your game. So you're going to have to take the lead on this. All I know is, from a little bit that I read, Northampton was sort of in it in the first half?
0: Yeah, in most of it. Yeah, Saints, um, you know, they came... Um... And they were tough. I think it was like six all-half time. They could have had several chances they could have scored. Uh, they got a couple of pull for knock-ons and stuff like that. Um, and then second half, they went, we had a man in the bin and they went ahead. And we basically had to grind it out from the, th- the end. I'll be honest,
1: Dan. I am actually really, really happy. For you personally, but for you boys as a club. You go the whole season on top. And th- the traditionalist in me is like well you sh- you've won the league there should be at least some sort of fucking award or like in rugby league they give you like the league leader's shield don't they but then they kind of go well oh, means nothing because we've still got the fucking playoffs but you know there should be a recognition or if our sport was more financially viable we wouldn't have a playoff system and uh, we'd just chuck it in but congratulations to you I am very happy very very happy for Steve. <laughs> um, just because he's got another week where he has to go to a hotel. I presume you'll go to a hotel on the Friday?
0: Yep, probably have spaghetti the night before.
1: Correct, just another opportunity for him to go to a hotel and see spaghetti for a pre-match meal or the night before. Just can't wait. Just the, just the thought of Steve walking into the team room, looking all the way down all these food dishes, seeing the spaghetti and just going, ugh, oh, ugh. Oh what an absolutely pointless piece of food that is but the final mate how are you excited you're obviously buzzing because you know you look really really excited
0: or sunburn? what the fuck is going on with your head i was pushing um one of my children on the slot um, the swings the other day and he's like daddy why are your i so red i'm like uh it's it's called sunburn and he's like You've got arm burn. Your arms are on fire. So I then had to chase him round, pretending that my arms were on fire. It was like, for fuck's <laughs> sakes. I'm <getting laughs> done by a five-year-old here. Um, just mugging me off.
1: That image in itself, Dan, running round. Can you do your best, like, fire impression just, just now, please? Uh, no, not for you. <laughs> um, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not doing a bad job of it all just sat there looking like fucking... Zoidberg from Futurama. <laughs> You're
0: excited, are you? Yes. I think one thing... A, you get older, and B, when you've been through some of the... Um, as you know, like, you won a premiership, then you had some not-so-great years, and then you won another one. Um, and I say, when I first came to Leicester Side, we were... you know, I think we reached five finals on the bounce, semis, and every year it was kind of like, oh, we're going to win. or oh, next year's next year, next year. And then you have that... Um, not taken away from you, but you don't. You're not good enough to get back there, and you know you appreciate how hard actually winning games of rugby is, um, which is something you probably take for granted, or I took for granted earlier in my career because we just won. Um, whereas you know you finish eleventh a couple of seasons, probably should have got relegated. Very close not to, and you appreciate how hard it is to win. You know one game of rugby in the Premiership, never mind two, never mind a season's worth and big games and, semis and finals. So yeah, I think. Um, no matter what the outcome on Saturday, it's, you know, obviously you want to win the whole reason you're there, but y- you take pride in the fact that we've got there considering where we were three years ago. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. The
1: turnaround that you guys have had under Steve, um, how long has he been there? Like 20 months now? I read it somewhere, but he's definitely ignited that old Leicester DNA back in you boys. And you can see in the way you all play um, for each other and for, for him and the club that you're just loving it again. Not ju- not just... Obviously, it's a lot easier to love it when you're winning. Of course it is, but you seem to have that bit of fucking fight and dog about you again and, and the buy into the systems that Steve's clearly put in place. So, I hope... I really, really, really hope um, that you boys do a job on Saturday and... Um, twofold really you know that will sort of suppress and make my hatred for your opposition slightly happier that you beat them but also just make me really happy that my old pal has won another trophy anyway so the, the, the final will be done on the saturday and then there's the traditional barbarians fixture versus england on the sunday boys back in the mix danny care the the other DC is back in the mix. He is four years in the wilderness and uh, the Beaver's gone, mate. Fancy coming back for a runaround. Um, what do you think to that, Dees? I mean, what do you think about DC returning, DRC?
0: Uh, it's really good. I think, you know, he's fully deserved. He's been one of the um, Form Nines or players in the Premiership this year. And, you know, he has obviously a lot of international experience. He knows the game. And I think, you know, he has spoken about his differences before, but it's four years later, whatever it is, and he's got a chance to. Sometimes I think when you have something like again, you're not in such rugby. You don't, you never want to say take it for granted, but you get in the system of, you know, you you play Six Nations, you then do this, you go on summer tour, then you do autumn, and it's just a conveyor belt of rugby. And it's only when you sort of either injury or selection or yeah it gets you're not selected Uh, you realize what a privilege it was to play and you kind of think back what would i've done differently oh i wouldn't you know and then you have time to adjust and sometimes you never get a second opportunity but dc has and hopefully takes it with both hands yeah you touched on
1: the differences
0: that maybe have been mentioned in the past between
1: him and him and the beaver what if actually because dc was meant to fly out with the barbarians on sunday morning to monaco and then play in the fixture against England. What if the beaver got wind of it and then went, right, here's my payback. I'm going to call him into England camp. I'm going to dangle this little carrot. Um, that's not a euphemism. I mean, like, just an analogy version. Dangle this little carrot and then maybe pick him to play against the Barbarians and then just go, yeah, mate, Psych! And DC's just like what? He's like, gotcha, yeah. You, not only did you not get to go to Monaco, and you know, go on the piss for the week and live your dream, I've um, <laughs> put you in fucking fitness camp for a week, played against the barbarians, and then fucked you off out of it.
0: That would be genius. <laughs> what if that? Yeah. <laughs> it would be unfortunate for DC, but it'd be fucking brilliant. Like. <laughs>
1: um, so that's 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 a comeback for DC. So the door's been opened for him. But what about the DRC? Uh, is this slightly enabling a comeback for you, mate? Carl Sinclair's injured. You've had the season of your life. Well, yeah, I would actually say the season of your life. Um, Come on. They need a bit of experience out there. What if the beaver turns around and goes, Carly Bear,
0: you fancy it? I'll be like, is my mate Joe, is my mate uh, Joe, does he need someone to help him or is he retired again? for the ninth time as i read in the media this week um Ah uh, i see i see what you're doing here the the classic
1: deflection mate if he said coley fancy coming
0: on tour you've been playing some great rugby yes or no well you'd never say no would you joe oh good it's a hypothetical that's not going to happen so
1: Yeah, no, no, and I was just playing out the hypothetical, but all I'm saying is that, you know, that DC's been called back. There might be another, you know, DC coming.
0: Another another DC, Sips, and then Daz Crompton, and then... (laughs) Danny Grewcock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> grew grew <laughs> oh fuck, Danny, Danny crewcock Danny Ah Fuck.
1: Oh god, Danny, Danny Cock, Danny Cock Grew. Oh my god, have I only just known that? If you turn his surname around, Danny Cock Grew, Danny's Cock Grew. Fucking hell.
0: Anyway, would you say that to his face?
1: Not a chance. No, not no. a chance. He used to scare the fucking life out of me. Oh, um, oh, hang on. Oh my god, talking to DCs. What's up, shags? Where are you? We're in Walnut, mate. What are you doing? I'm busy. What are you doing? Slagging you off. Right, we've had a question on your Instagram, which is going from strength to strength. I believe you are up to 5,763 followers as of today. Give it another month, mate, we'll be up to 10,000. Give it a year, we'll be up to half a mil, at least. And then you can be like,
0: yeah, you want me to... um... Turn on the Christmas lights in Leicester. Awesome.
1: Yeah, you want me to promote your dog carrying slings yeah i'll do that we have had a question on your instagram from Suze smith Try to picture her voice hello dan bracket joe unbracket hope you're well my friend and i are big rugby fans come on you queens and i've had a burning question for years what do rugby players do in order to protect their willies during a game do you wear padded boxers do you tuck them under or wrap them in bubble wrap? Looking forward to hearing from you. Kind regards, B B and su- 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 Suzanne.
0: I often sort of tie it around the top of my thigh, just so it stays out of the way. <laughs> but yeah, just, it's
1: just there. Like it's so insignificant that it, I have no issues with needing to put it anywhere. The only time that I have had a semi-worried, <laughs> <laughs> a, sem- a, a, a I've been semi-worried in a game it was a few years back and the second row had like pulled really hard you know when they bind between your leg and then they pulled up really hard rather than keeping their shoulder connected to your ass to to power through they like pulled up and i had this weird sensation and i stood up i was like fucking hell that's weird and as i felt down there through my shorts i was like fuck my nuts are gone they would <laughs> completely vanished and I panicked, this, I swear to God, mate, it was panicked, put my hands down my shorts, fucking out, completely empty sack, and I was like, where are they then? They've not been fucking Buck Shelford ripped off or anything like that, and then just above um, where your pubes are, your pubic bone, or whatever it is, I felt these two lumps, and they'd been tucked up, they'd been like, tucked up there, and I had to pop them back down, and I was like, fuck it, the relief.
0: When you where oh did you popped them, did you like? Would you have to do hold your nose and go? <laughs> 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 Fucking ridiculous!
1: But that's the only time I've really had a had a bit of a an issue, a bit of a panic. You ever lost your nuts in a scramble? No, I
0: haven't. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> you were like a one of those monks, weren't you? One of those monks that tucks their testicles inside them so they can take a shot to the groin.
1: The time has come. One of my favourite times, and it's for you to
0: do the ad break. Go. These are the ads. <laughs> Those were the ads.
1: <laughs> okay, that'll do.
0: Um I do actually remember one time, just slightly off script... Um, my only real penis worry was during a game was the second row behind me. He wasn't the most flexible and he basically just scrum went forward, his ass went in the air and he pulled back and he literally pulled my dick out in front of um, a semi-full um, cat stand at the Tigers. Um, so I then had to like drop drop my bind in what, like... the, on the loose end, and literally just put it on my crotch to save the embarrassment of being exposed in front of eighteen thousand people and that or whatever it is, ten thousand that stand so
1: I imagine it's like that picture that went round of Paul Skulls and I can't ever work out whether it's real or not, but um, you know, he's falling over and his knob falls out. That's what I'm picturing.
0: So, Joe, have you got any plans for your off season break?
1: I am looking to book a holiday. First holiday away in fuck knows how long, Coley, with all the covid stuff over the couple of years and traveling and testing and jabs etc etc but um so i'm just trying to sort that out i've also got a shit ton of fucking diy that i need to do that you can never you're always like yeah i'll do that yeah during the season then you're knackered back from training or you've got a game and you're always putting it off and then your wife's just looking at you constantly disapprovingly like you are so shit DIY and I'm like oh I am yes I am that's why I put it off but it's also because I'm fucking shattered so I'm going to muster up the motivation to sort the house out um do all that that bit uh what about you we get 5 weeks it's quite a long it's quite a long time actually
0: I am going to regrout my patio and that's about it. You you personally are gonna re grout your patio. Yeah, well it's got like the paving slabs, so but all the um slabs all the sort of they're starting to move because the groutings come out of it and that kind of stuff. So there's a few that need lifted up and uh you know, re bedding and then the rest of it I'll try and I'll try and um yeah put, you know, like a, a sand cement mix in it and make it Solid.
1: You sound as handy at DIY as I am. I think we should do
0: a DIY podcast. What my plan is is, um, I'm hoping my dad will come round to offer some assistance. He will then. I'll be that bad. He'll be like, "Oh fucking, this is how you do it. You lift the slabs. I'll do it." And I'll be like, "Oh, this is. Oh, I'm really learning here, Dad. Hopefully, if we do a good job, when I've do it for the 25 years, job's done. Thanks very much." um so yeah i'll make the T's, shall i i'll get the t's dad so yeah that's the plan um what's your old man's name david oh drc what's his middle name edwin so he's dec so that's why I'm, that's why i'm drc because my dad's he signs his he's like dc as well so he would D-E-C and i'm drc so your
1: your dad's called your dad's called deck but if you say it in an australian or kiwi accent your dad's name is dick
0: and my middle name is Richard, which you've shortened is Dick. So
1: so there's just going to be a, a pair of dicks regrounding your patio?
0: Dick everywhere. Well, that sounds absolutely riveting. No, there'll be no, no rivets involved. Oh, no rivets hell. involved, Joe. What about holiday?
1: You're going, you going on holiday with the boys and Belle?
0: Yes, we've actually. Um, well, this is the thing. We booked it about a year ago, thinking that the off season was. Something. So I actually got Centre Park, so it's kind of like, oh, we'll book it. And this was before, like, playoffs and stuff, so it's like, oh, we're going to Centre parks so we're literally going to the one in Nottingham, because it's like, at the time we booked it, it's like, I'm probably going to be in pre-season, so and then I can just swing, you know, I can do commute. But the boys are in school for the first couple of weeks of the holiday, which is... Um, and education is very important, so that's when I'll be doing my dick, and they'll be in school. But yeah, now we've got a holiday planned. They're looking forward to the, whatever it is, tropical zone. So Bugalug's here like will be chasing them around. Fucking hell. It's like, it's not a holiday. It's not going to be a holiday. Like, this is what... You, you want to find out with kids, don't you? There's no holiday with kids. It's like, I remember going to Croatia with the boys. Like, we went there before COVID. And you got there. And we got the first two days. Like, there's a bit of time difference. They were... yeah. You know, I think we had to get up at half four for the flight. We get up. It's like, oh, they'll sleep in the car. They didn't. They're wide awake the entire way to the airport. Wide awake the entire part of the flight. We then landed and Ralph lost his shit for the final 20 minutes. He's only about one years old or two years old, but just bawling his eyes out for the final 20 minutes of the flight. Like, just it's landing, it's quiet. Then, as soon as we landed, he fell asleep. It was asleep for the next two hours the whole I had to carry him. I couldn't even put him in his thing. I had to carry him through the airport for like this while he was asleep. Um, we then got to Croatia. We didn't have any, like... We were him off like... Baby milk, powder milk. So, oh, they just drink the stuff there. They didn't like them milk in Croatia. They didn't want to eat. It was like two days in, me and Bella like, should we just fly home? Because this is the worst. Like, this is dreadful. Like, this is <laughs> the kids aren't eating. They're grizzly all the time. They're not sleeping.
1: Should we just, should we just leave them here? Let's, let's go home.
0: And it was kind of like, actually, third day we were there, it flicked, so they, they sort of they eat their food, they enjoy it, they'd get, like, they just slept and you're just like, oh my, Like actually enjoyed the holiday, but I just remember like, the first couple of days just being like, <laughs> no, just I, I want to go home, but I don't want to face that flight going home. <laughs>
1: oh, fuck me dead. Well, it sounds like you've got a lovely off-season planned and hopefully you can do it all with a Premiership Rugby Winners medal around your neck. But before we get there, I need you to do something for me. And it gives me great, great pleasure to announce before you announce announcing this, can you read out the final fixture of the year, please, Daniel?
0: I can. It gives me Don't fuck it great up. Great pleasure to announce the final of the Guinness. Should we go to the Gallagher? It's the Gallagher think, right? <laughs> You um, fucked it already <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I fucked> it. <laughs> he can do it. Uh, <laughs>
1: i can understand why you've struggled with all the fucking lists before uh, only marginally understand it you've got one fixture one fucking final fixture to read out and you still fucked it you literally said five minutes ago education's important that's why i'm not taking the boys out of school early
0: that's why so they can read properly and not Fuck things up. Yeah, the fixture is lesser Tigers versus Saracens. out At Twickenham Stadium, 3pm. Tickets still available.
1: <laughs> Are they?
0: Uh, maybe.
1: Thank you ever so much. Um, thanks. For. Listening.
0: To. Our. Cauliflower.
1: No, fifth. You meant to say fifth.
0: Alright. Our Cauliflower Club podcast. There, okay, yeah, sorry. right. So, thanks for listening to our fifth instalment of the... Just say fifth. Cauliflower. <laughs> Fucking yeah, hell. All right. Fifth instalment of the Cauliflower Club podcast.
1: <laughs> we, we, hope, we hope you enjoyed it. Fuck. We've really enjoyed it, so we hope you've enjoyed it. Oh, God. Uh, the next regular episode of The Joe Marlar Show is out on Wednesday, and Tom will be back, and we'll be talking to a tv presenter someone who presents tv who you need to fucking speak to a little bit more coley just in terms of speaking please
0: yes sir aye aye captain (sighs) see you sheriff
1: take care mate
0: crowd network a
1: place where you belong sports social podcast network